0: Hi, I'm Giovanna, And I'm Heather. And And this this is I Solemnly Solemnly Swear, Swear, a Potterhead Potterhead podcast. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Okay. All right. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome back. Um, We're trying a little bit of a new setup today Mm -hmm. where we have our camera set up. But we don't know if it's gonna work. So if this gets posted, if a video gets posted with the uh, with this episode, yeah, then we've done it. We've done it. (laughs) We've succeeded. We figured it out. Um, we've taken a bit of a a um, what's that called when you like take a break hiatus? Uh, No, there's like when like professors (laughs) at college take like a sabbatical. Sabbatical. We took a sabbatical. (laughs) We took a sabbatical. (laughs) Um, we've just like had school. And I think that's it, because I think the last episode that we posted was in the summer. Yeah. And I think our last episode was our Lee Jordan episode? No, maybe? I think it was the Wizards and Muggles one. Oh, yeah, that was the like, kickoff of our season two, and, and then we just like, never season followed two never Season happened. two never <laughs> happened. But we have time, because we're off for winter break now, so we thought, why Let's not mm-hmm. film a whole episode? So today we're going to be talking about um, plot holes throughout the entire Harry Potter series. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot of spoilers in this. Yeah, just... If if, uh, anybody's listening who has not read the books or seen the movies... (laughs) Somehow knows nothing about Harry (laughs) Potter. I I don't know why you would be listening to this, but you're welcome. Um, I have a friend who, um, she's watching Harry Potter with us now for the first time, but she has never had anything spoiled for her. She genuinely knows nothing about Harry Potter. And I I was like, how is that possible? I feel like Harry Potter has, like... Not necessarily, like, died down, but, like, as compared to when, like, the movies are being released, yeah. like, no one talks about it as much. But it's kids. Like, we grew up, and the movies were being released. She's the That's age true? I mean, maybe it was spoiled, and then she doesn't remember. Yeah, she might not have cared. I don't cared. know. Good for her. <laughs> I was pretty cr- We were, like, watching the movies together, and she was getting, like, shocked at things. Like, like, um, serious, like, is Harry's godfather. Uh-huh. She was, like... Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, you didn't know this. I wish I was able to, like, feel that again. Yeah, me too. Because, like, I I was young when I watched those movies, and I don't remember... Oh, yeah, I don't remember. Like, being shocked by anything. I don't think I could, like, grasp what was happening. Yeah, me too. I don't even, like, remember... I watched the last Deathly Hallows in theaters, and I don't remember Snape's thing at all. Like, with Lily. Yeah. I remember Deathly Hallows Part 1 in theaters, because I just remember the ending. Yes, I went with my cousin Robert, and the theater like erupted in screams yes (laughs) Yes. and that was like my my favorite theater experience besides Mm -hmm. when we saw um, Spider-Man No Way Home and that was a good theater experience. Incre- best movie I've ever seen in the theaters ever, oh my god. Best movie you've ever seen. In theaters. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, Heather, read the room. <laughs> read the What are we doing right now? <laughs> um, okay, but yeah, so we're going to talk about plot holes today. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's any particular order that we're going to go in. As no. we go through this episode, we just kind of have a list we got from um, Insider Business. Like dot .com or something. <laughs> we just googled. Yeah, Harry we just literally looked up like the biggest Harry Potter plot holes, yeah. and they had some some pretty funny some ones. ones. Other ones are almost like kind of like opinions. Yeah. Like one of them was that the Triwizard Tournament was boring. Was boring, and which it's is like, true. That's not really a plot hole. Yeah, it's it just, just was <laughs> true. Like I don't know what they where yeah. they, where they were going with that. I'd but say these are like the popular ones. I think I've I've heard a lot of people talk about a lot of these. Yeah. So. I actually, I think my favorite one is the second one that we're going to talk about yeah. just because I thought it's it was so, so funny. funny. And um, the last one is my um, actually my favorite one. But, yes. okay, let's just jump right into it. Okay. Um, so the first one that we have is that James and Lily Potter could have been their own secret keepers. This plot hole makes me so upset because it's so true. Like, yeah. why weren't they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I And we were talking before that... At the Shell Cottage in the Deathly Hallows, um, Bill, when Bill and Fleur are at the Shell Cottage, Bill is their own is secret, the secret keeper. keeper. Yep. So there's this whole thing that goes back to, like, why couldn't... <laughs> Winky. Winky. Oh, yeah. She's named after the house uh, her, elf. The house elf. <laughs> um, but why couldn't um, James or Lily have done the same thing? Um, and right. protected themselves like that. Right, because I feel like a lot of people's excuse would be like, oh, it's not possible to be your own secret keeper, mm-hmm. um, but literally Bill did it. Like, why would Jackie Rowling write that Bill did that right. and then not have it be possible for, like, James and Lily when they're in the exact same situation, pretty much? Yeah. I don't know. I think it makes no sense. But also, um, I think that, like, uh, well, obviously, this, act- this is so obvious. If they were their own secret keepers and they kept their secret of where they were like no nothing would have happened Mm -hmm. like Harry would have been fine yeah there would be no series right so I mean I (laughs) guess like like, Voldemort might have gone after Neville maybe we have no idea maybe he could have easily been the chosen one as we know by Trelawney's prediction um Harry and Neville were like a couple of days apart right so like um, her prediction was just that a baby would be born mm-hmm. at the end of June, July, 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 the beginning. July. I don't know, but something like that. around the we same time, <laughs> and it just it could have been Neville, and that's like a whole other theory that Neville is the chosen one. Yeah, because um, of the ending. Yeah, because he kills Nagini, which is like mm-hmm. the last step to killing Voldemort. Right. So yeah, people question why um, J.K. Rowling. Wrote in Bill as his own secret keeper, but did not do that for James and Lily. Um, but also, like I think, when she was writing the first book, she was not thinking about like seven books down. Yeah. and like what's gonna happen? Yeah. So I don't. I know just don't get like... why she didn't make like someone else the secret keeper for Bill and Fleur. If like, like, why would you make that a possibility? That's true. That's true. Like it could have yeah, been like, like Arthur could have been their secret keeper mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. Yeah. Instead of going and creating that plot hole, yes, she could have just stuck with what happened with Lily and James. Right. Because it like, literally like. If you look at it from the perspective of her writing it as Lily and James having no secret keeper, I mean, being their own secret keeper, like, you're like, oh, she wasn't thinking down the line that these books were going to be a thing, and, like, so she couldn't have predicted that. But by the time she was writing this last book, like, she knew what had happened. She had set up the whole plot, and then she just kind of, like, created this plot hole for herself, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, So... Like, I'm shocked she, she wouldn't have thought of that. Like, Bill and Fleur literally are in, like, it, besides the fact that they don't have a kid yet, they're, like, in the same situation. They're just hiding away in their house, like James and Lily were. Right. They're, it's, like, the same thing. And they she made him the secret keeper. Like, why can not James be the secret keeper? Yeah. It's so upsetting. <laughs> yeah, it, it's frustrating. Yeah. Um, but uh, I guess there would have been no story without that. Yeah, it there would have been. I just wish that Bill wasn't the secret keeper. Cause I, yeah, it was easy fix. Made more sense, or maybe they didn't realize that was possible until maybe, that. or like wasn't Bill older when that when he was his own secret keeper? He was older than James was, no?
1: Yes, yes. yeah, because, because James he had, was
0: fresh out of Hogwarts, pretty much like a few years out of Hogwarts. So and Bill had been working. Maybe already. it's like something that you like can only do when, when you're older. like really been like experienced maybe. with magic. Maybe I don't know. I had no idea. It's a plot hole for a reason, I guess. (laughs) Plot hole number one is that Lily and James should have been their own secret keeper. Yes. Um, okay, plot hole number two I think is so funny. so funny. And it's about wizarding economics Mm -hmm. and how it doesn't make sense. So, (laughs) I have here, right in my notebook, um... The theory that the article we were looking at talks about is that Ollivander basically just constantly loses money. Like, he makes no profit from Ollivanders whatsoever. And so they had some evidence here. So it says that unicorn hair in the Wizarding World is ten galleons to purchase unicorn hair. But Ollivander makes wands that include unicorn hair and also, like, phoenix feathers and stuff that, like, would probably be just as, like, equally expensive. Um... And then he also has to use, like, the wood. So there's, like, a lot of stuff that's going into mm-hmm. it. But he only sells the wands, like, a unicorn hair wand, for seven galleons. So he's losing <laughs> at least three galleons, possibly <laughs> more. Like, that's just confronting what's inside of the wand, right. what the core of the wand is. I don't think Ollivander went to school for business. <laughs> definitely did not. Um, but I love him nonetheless. Yes. And I just, like, I just think that, like more than anything like that's not like Lily and James could have been their secret keeper like that plot hole bothers me a little yeah, bit it makes me upset but like this one's just funny it's just funny all like does not know how to do he's finance <laughs> he's for just his losing money <laughs> so that and he one, just never realizes it he never yeah. knows that he's losing money oh wait all that money. i wanted to like i had um the like the thing pulled up because i thought that the way that they worded it was really funny mm-hmm. so this is businessinsider.com and they say the harry potter tribute band harry po- harry and the potters has a fantastic song about how wizard economics make absolutely no sense the best example is how unicorn hair costs 10 galleons while a wand from Ollivander, which of some some of which contain unicorn hair and other expensive cores like dragon heartstring and phoenix feather will only cost you seven galleons Assuming he doesn't cut the hair while making the wand, Ollivander is selling his wands at a loss of three galleons. I just thought that that was funny. <laughs> we started laughing. Like um, it was, just, it was just so funny. It's like not something that really, not the biggest plot hole. Yeah, but still nonetheless, one that was really comical. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. I like that one. Um, what do we have there for our next one? Peter showing up on the Marauders map uh, to Fred and George in the movie. Right. So, this one we were talking about is more of a movie plot hole. Yes. Because it's kind of covered in the book, but they just didn't really acknowledge it in the movie. I feel like you Mm -hmm. had a lot to say on this one. Yeah. So, in the movie, everyone, like, always says... Because Harry can see Peter Pettigrew on the Marauder's map, but they're like, why could Fred and George never see that Ron is sleeping in his dorm room with a man named Peter Pettigrew? <laughs> <laughs> they don't know who he is, they're just like, oh, okay. some like, random guy in the dorms, and yeah. they don't believe With him. Ron in, in the same bed as yeah. their brother from... <laughs> He's literally 11. <laughs> 13 like and they just never thought about it so um in the movie since we we literally see in the movie peter Pettigrew's Pettigrew's. name like marching across the map yeah so it's like why didn't fred and george say anything yeah like they've had this map all this time this is in their third year so for two years prior Mm -hmm. at least fred and george had been witnessing some man named peter Pettigrew like marching around the castle yep Um, but in the books, this isn't really yeah. a plot hole. I think I talked a little but I think I talked about this in our Marauders episode. I'm not 100% sure, but I think I did. Um, where in the books, Harry actually never sees Peter's name on the map. I forget what he's chasing exactly that night when he's walking through the castle. I think he's just looking for Peter Pettigrew. I don't think he actually sees his name and, like, mm-hmm. tries to follow him. I think he's just looking for him on the map. Um, but there's, like, the theory about the the hidden Marauders feature on the Marauders map that all the Marauders, like, Ramus, James, Peter, Sirius, um, made it a function that they themselves never show up on the map so that they can never get caught in, mm-hmm. like, some scheme that they were up to or something if anyone else got their hands on the map. Um, so it, the theory is that, like, Harry never <laughs> saw Peter's name on the map because he couldn't see his name on the map, and also that Harry never sees Ramus's name on the map when he comes to talk to him and Snape in that, like, one scene. Mm-hmm. Um, right, because didn't you say in the book he kind of, like, just doesn't know where Remus came from? Yeah, he just, he says in the book, like, I, he came out of, like, absolutely nowhere, like, came out of the darkness. Like, right, and that corresponds with why he wouldn't have seen Peter Pettigrew right. because of this and so, secret function. Yeah, so for the book, that kind of solves this plot hole that, like, Fred and George would not have been able to see Peter's name on the map. And I don't think they would have thought anything over the fact that they didn't see Scabber's name. I don't Mm -hmm. know if animals show up on the Marauders' map or not. I don't think so, because when we see little snippets of it in the movie, it's never... Right. You didn't see the crookshanks or anything. Right. So I I think that explains it. But for the movie specifically, because they show Harry seeing Peter Pettigrew's name on the map, um, which I think they had to do for the movie. They couldn't just be like Harry thought that he wanted to go find Peter Pettigrew. Mm -hmm. Um, But you would need like a a narrator. Right. You wouldn't like realize (laughs) know what's going on. Or like Harry just could have been like, I'm gonna look for Peter Pettigrew. But that's so unnatural. It doesn't make sense. Unless he likes telling Ron but no one knew. So it they had to do it, but it did create that plot hole of like why did Fred and George never say anything to Ron in the movie universe at least. Yeah. So in the book that's not a plot hole. But it is in the it is in the um in the movie, so. Yeah. Might as well talk it. It is a it. funny one, too. Fred and George for three years were just like, eh. eh sure. And I feel like that <laughs> is just somehow so in character for them. It really is. Like, they totally would not even blink an eye. They'd never ask questions about it. I think it would have been funny if, like, one of them were like... Oh, go talk to Peter about it, Ron. Like, uh-huh. like, if Ron gets upset over something, like, oh, you're going to be so Peter. funny to like include in like the book, yeah, like just that like random like Fred or George just being like in like the first book and no one knows who Peter is and like then she the follows up with it in the third book. That would have been funny. We should have written Harry Potter. We should have. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, our next theory or not theory. Our next plot hole is that um, Serum Okay, so it's illegal in the... Wait, I think. I'm pretty sure it's illegal. Should we look it up? Yeah, let's look it up. I'm not 100% sure if that's let's true. Let's see. Wow, it comes <laughs> up. Despite the potion's usage being... He- okay, so it's heavily controlled by the ministry. Okay. Um, it says the usage is over... The series are unauthorized and or illegal. So it, it's I like... you need to get permission to, like, brew it and stuff like that. Because, like, okay. you can't just go around using Veritas serum on people and, like, tricking... Because it's, it's clear. Like, you could just put it into drinks and mm-hmm. stuff and, like, get people to reveal their <laughs> deepest, darkest secrets. So... Yeah, I think... Okay, so the, the plot <clears throat> hole is that it's illegal, but they there are so many times when they could have used it to, like, prove people innocent or people guilty that they just didn't use it. Mm-hmm. So, um... We were talking before about how, say, just, like, Sirius, like, once they arrested him, I'm sure that he was, like, saying it wasn't me, it wasn't me. Yeah. Um, and they could have just, like, easily tested that by just having some and giving it to him, mm-hmm. but he didn't. Yeah. So. that That's an- another one that makes me, like, sad. Because yeah. Because Sirius had to spend 12 years in Ask Van when all they could have done was just give him, I think they say it takes three drops, mm-hmm. three drops of iron serum, and he would have been free. I don't know, they could have just... Like, just, Lucy's Malfoy would have been an ask of yeah. Where he should be. Where he be. should have been. Where he should have Save been, Save Draco the Yes! yes. <laughs> Growing I, up with that man. I <laughs> am, like, such um, a believer in that Draco is just a, like, byproduct of his environment. Yes. 100%. Um So, if they used this, he would have been, I'm sure, better off. Oh, yeah. 1000% better oh, off. Yeah. Because I do not for a second believe that Narcissa was as bad oh, no, as no. Lucius. Like, I... loved I, Narcissa. We both watched um, The House of Black on yes. TikTok. And yes. while none of... Like, really none of that is canon, I think that it gives such a good backstory to, like, just Bellatrix, Narcissa, and Andromeda. I think it's accurate to the characters, for sure. Yeah. Like, that's how they would act in those situations. And we see in the series, Bellatrix, who's obviously bad, mm-hmm. um... Andromeda, who obviously is, like, good. good. And then Narcissa, who has stuck this, like, the really middle. complex, yeah. like, moral, like, ambiguity, and she's stuck in the middle, and I just think that that, like, I think that if Lucius went to prison, um, she would have, like, been more towards, like, Andromeda's side and, yeah. and good. Yeah. It also just, like, blows my mind that Tonks and Draco are cousins. Yes. Right? Like... Yes! It's so, like, I... Never thought about that. They're all, they're all inter- They really are. Everyone's just- (laughs) It's really weird. And they, like, she never ever talks about that. No, I think that, like, people just figure it out by, like- Right. Just figuring it out. Everyone's like, like, wait a minute. Yeah. (laughs) All these people are related. (laughs) Yeah. And I I remember, like, figuring out that, or finding out that Sirius is Bellatrix's cousin, and I was like, yeah, me too. That was a weird, like, yeah moment when I found that out, because- she kills him and like you find he out him. who she's related or like he's technically related to by marriage like he's related to like all the balfoys and stuff right yeah it's crazy well, who would um and tonks that would be like his cousin-in-law would be like lucius yeah. if that's like even a term yeah literally <laughs> wow it's so weird yeah they're all like the blacks what are they called the um the Noble or they call them the in the series the Noble House of Black. I think that's what they are. No, called. there's like the the group of those like pure families. Oh, the Sacred Twenty. The Sacred Twenty Eight. Yeah. They are all connected. Yeah. The Sacred Twenty-eight. Um, okay, so our next plot hole is um so the, the port, the port, port keys. keys. So this one relates specifically to the port key at the end of the Goblet of Fire that transports um Harry and Cedric to the graveyard where Voldemort is waiting. Mm-hmm. So Throughout the series, we see uh, port keys being used. Did we say porthole before? Did we? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we met port key. Um, we see port keys being used, and it's always like, you have to approach a port key at this time, and if you don't do it at this time, it's going to disappear, and you won't be able to get where you're going. Mm-hmm. But then we have this port key in Goblet of Fire that essentially is just like, Sitting there waiting for Harry to approach it. Like it looks like there's no time constraints on it. And then the the biggest part of this whole plot hole is that the port key transports Harry and Cedric back to mm-hmm. Hogwarts. And the whoever made this port key, it's probably Peter Pettigrew. Um like <laughs> just easily could have like made it. So that when Harry came, like, the portkey was done, it was right. over, and he well, could think, not get back. I think it's Mad-Eye that does it. because he's he Oh, the right, school. right, right. Yes, yes, yes. Well, Barty but, Crouch, Barty Crouch Jr. Barty Crouch Jr. <laughs> not actually Mad-Eye. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, they, the, like, why would you make that a possibility that he could escape? And it's, like, even earlier in the Goblet of Fire book, we see a portkey being used, mm-hmm. and, like, one of the things that's so memorable about, memorable about it, that's, Made such a big deal is that like they need to all touch it at the same time. Yes. And even in the movie, um, when it's like getting ready to go, do you remember like Arthur is like, Harry, like touch the pork key yeah, now, yeah. touch Harry, it now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then once I, th- I, I think in the book they discuss that like once, um, the port key is used, like it's done. Like I yes. think they use the boot in the yeah, goblet and of and fire in the beginning and then it's just like a boot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And like if, it, because it's on such a specific timer, it will leave without you. Like I said in the um, Deathly Hallows, I think it's Deathly Hallows, in the part, part one movie, but mm-hmm. the beginning of Deathly Hallows, um, uh, after the Battle of Seven Harrys, everyone from the Order is returning like from their safe point after the battle by Porky, and, like, half the Porky's come back without anyone with them. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're all standing in the yard outside the burrow waiting for everyone to come back by their Porky, and they see, like, a can drop. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh my god, like, Arthur misses Porky. Right. Um, so, like, it'll leave without you, but the goblet... It stays, or, like, and the it, goblet, like... The... Well, yeah, the goblet. Well the oh, goblet's no, 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 The trophy, right. whatever the trophy yeah. is. Yeah. Um, That just stays until someone touches it. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. It almost seems like it's a never-ending port key. Right. And And that Every time you touch it, it just takes you somewhere, but... And I don't know if, like, they just didn't make it so, like, um, once they transported there, it would shut off because they just thought that they would, like, easily kill Harry. Right. And that there wouldn't be any Harry to return. Right. But, like... I don't know, be safe, Barty Crouch Jr. Like yeah. it just it doesn't doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't. And like I saw a TikTok um about this recently and I think it was just like an animation or something, but it was so funny because it was like if Harry and Cedric just like immediately were like, Oh, we're in the scary graveyard, maybe we should like try to get back and just touch the porky right after Yeah they end up there. None especially, Voldemort would not no, have returned. Especially when Harry is like, I've been here before. Like yeah. And like, then they, like, turn care. around, and there's this huge headstone yes. that says, um, Tom, Tom Riddle. Riddle. <laughs> so, like, maybe that's a clue. Yeah, you turn and Cedric, Harry's like, after that, Harry's like, Cedric, get back to the portkey. And Cedric's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> why do you Cedric? think you're in a scary graveyard? You're not supposed to be there. Get right. out of there. <laughs> Cedric. Like, even if just Cedric got out of there, we know Harry's gonna survive. If just Cedric touched the porky and left, like... Right, if Cedric touched the porky and left, he could have gone back, gotten help, right, and then went back to return. (laughs) Cedric! (laughs) Just to have a puff hat, no, I'm kidding. And then he, like, is just standing there and, like, Voldemort comes out. No, it's Peter Pettigrew like with, like, Voldemort's with the, scrawny baby body. And then Cedric's just like... <laughs> <laughs> he's like, kill the spare. If he just, if he just touched he's that porky. right key. next to the porky. Oh, my God. I, don't, I can't say what happens, like, in the book. I don't know if it's different in the book. I don't remember. But movie-wise, that makes no sense. Yeah, I am kind of just referring to the movies right now because... Yeah. I, I'm rereading the series and I got up to Prisoner of Azkaban, um, yeah. so the next book is The Goblet of Fire. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do have to, if when I reread it, I'll I'll fact check yes Yeah. Like, I don't know if the poor key, like, went really far away and they yeah. couldn't find it. I don't know, I don't remember, but they literally could have just... <laughs> <laughs> and Voldemort wouldn't have returned. <sighs> there would have been no problem. Right, that's so true. <laughs> they needed Harry's blood. And that's why, like, I always see the entire mood change in the series happen at Cedric's death. Right after. It gets, like, eerie in Prisoner of Azkaban, which I think is why it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, it's because the director like, changed for that one yes, movie. Yes, and, he, and <laughs> I love how he directed it. Yeah. Like, it was, I just love, it's, like, so eerie, and it's just very, like, visually appealing and beautifully done, mm-hmm. but... But my favorite, like, thing about the movie is the ambiance, because you, f- it's like, you feel like something bad is about to happen the whole time, and you can't explain why. It's, yeah, And, like, I, I love that feeling. Yeah. And then in Goblet of Fire, the bad thing does happen, and then it's just, like, from there, it just goes downhill. hmm So, anyways. <sighs> Off on that. <laughs> that was a big one. Yeah. We got one. mad about that yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> No, because I think that I don't think we realize how many other um plot holes that led to. Yeah. So like just by them going back and touching. It could have fixed everything. Yeah. It happens after that. Damn. Oh Damn. my god. Also, what did like Harry while he was in the graveyard, he saw Lucius Malfoy yeah. there at, yeah, and like he and Doyle's parents. Yeah. Did he ever say anything to anybody? I know, right? Like, he was, like... I know in um, Half-Blood Prince, he tells, like, Hermione and Ron, like, I think Draco's a Death Eater, his his whole family are Death Eaters. Like, I think he says that. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't tell, like, Dumbledore (laughs) or, like, someone of authority. I feel like it's possible that he did, but then when he comes back and he's claiming that Voldemort is back... The, like, ministry they is really against it. Him. Yeah. And they don't believe him. And, and no one believes Dumbledore either. Right. So I don't even know if it would, like, it would have held up. I'm sure Dumbledore knew. Because he knew about, oh, yeah. like, the diary mm-hmm. and the, what's the second and one? Janice Cauldron. Yeah. So. Wow. <laughs> wow. That one got me heated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, the next one is... The Trace. The Trace. So, do you want to explain what The Trace is? Okay. <laughs> is it 17 is the age? I I, I believe so, yeah. Um, So the trace is basically the ministry um, can track underage wizards, like, use of magic Mm -hmm. because it's illegal for an underage wizard to perform magic outside of Hogwarts. Um, So basically you have the trace until you become of age at 17. So whenever you perform magic outside of Hogwarts, the ministry is kind of alerted. But they don't know specifically who is performing the magic. Um, So, like, say, like, if like, this never happens, but if Harry, Ron, and Hermione were at the Dursleys, and they, like, right. cast a Patronus charm. Right, like, if Harry cast a Patronus, they wouldn't know which one of the three of them right. it was. It, but, so, the, whatever, the plot hole comes from, like, the fact that Harry is surrounded by, like, magic at some points um, throughout the series in, like, his muggle home. And he never gets in trouble for them. He only gets in trouble for like two things. I think one of them is Dobby. Sorry, <laughs> one of them is Dobby does something. I think the levitation charm or uh-huh. something that he did, um, and Harry gets like a warning or something right. like that. Um, and then the second one is when Harry actually does he produces a Patronus charm to save Dudley. Right, and he gets then he has to go to the whole trial at yeah. the Ministry. He has a whole hearing because they're trying to get him expelled. But then we were talking about how the plot hole comes in. Like an example of this could be in—is it—is it the Chamber of Secrets or no? It's it's mm. the fourth one when the Weasleys come. If that's what you're talking about. No, I think it's either in the second or the third one because I just read it when what they come through about? the fireplace and the Flu network. Oh, so maybe it's the third. Or maybe no, maybe it is the fourth. I think it's and the I fourth. started reading the fourth because <laughs> they go to yes, the yes, yes, and they're picking them up for the whatever. okay. They put a um, cup. so they come to, um, the Dursleys' home. And they're like trying to use the flu network, and then um, Fred and George give Dudley like candy yeah, that the makes him or whatever, and then Arthur is like, "I'll fix your fireplace," and like, you know, like there's like some magic going on there, um, and they never get any warnings about yeah. it, even though it's in a Muggle home, right? And magic is happening, and there's under seventeens there, like yeah. Harry and Fred and George at that point, mm-hmm. so. There should have been something that that was released to the home, right. like um, we see in the the uh, yeah in the Prisoner of Azkaban when he um, oh that was the other thing that he got what? the letter for from the Ministry was um, a blow uh, <laughs> <Marge>. yeah <laughs> so it's like there's sometimes where it happens and there's sometimes where it doesn't yeah um and then we were also talking about Order of the Phoenix yes Order th- so like this one I th- I think this happens after he technically gets his thing for the trial. So I think that's why he didn't get in trouble for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like Harry produces the Patronus in order of the Phoenix, and then he's like in his house sitting by himself while um, his aunt and uncle are taking Dudley to like the hospital, I guess, to get fixed. <laughs> that's all <how> that's wrong. <laughs> but whatever, take care of him. Um, so Harry's sitting there alone, and that's when Tonks and the real Mad Eye and I is it King Kingsley, Kingsley shows up. up? Like the yeah. all, the Order of the Phoenix comes to get him out of there. Um, and in the book, Tonk's pretty, like, she uses magic to, like, levitate his trunk and, like, Mm. do all this stuff, um, and they say, like, in the article we read that Harry never got in trouble for that, um... But I think that's because he had already gotten in trouble earlier that day. And Honestly, already got they weren't going to, like, send something out. Right, like, stop, because he was going performing to performing magic. <laughs> he was going to court. <laughs> he was anything. already going to court. I'm shocked <laughs> that maybe, like, they didn't bring it up in court. Yeah. Because he says, like, at this time on this day, you produce a Patronus charm in front of a muggle. Right. But, but then like, what about, like, like, any of the later other times? That day. There was right. also a levitation charm in your room, like, an hour after we sent yeah. you a letter about it. <laughs> uh, so I don't know about that. Do you know how old Tonks was when that happened? She was, she was older because she was, um, she had gone through Auror training with Mad Eye. He was her teacher. Okay. And everything. So is she closer to like James and, um. She's like in between the murders and Harry. Because I played the Harry Potter app on my phone uh-huh. and she's a character in the app and that takes place in between. Like the first year, that first year, her first year was the year James and Lily died okay. and Harry was a year old. So, is it a little bit weird that her and Remus are together? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a little bit weird. That's what I, I was just like trying to figure was, out in my head. Yeah, she was 11 years old when they. When did they. How old were they when they 20? got 20. Yeah. So he's. 19. 19. <laughs> <laughs> weird, weird. Nine years older than her. Oh. I guess. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> whatever flow true whatever he, he missed out on 12 okay. years of life like he might as well that's true he did like nothing he was just like poor yeah. and hiding away oh. as a werewolf like yeah it's really sad <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> okay um so our next plot hole is the unbreakable vow amongst the- uh lord voldemort and the death eaters yes like why didn't voldemort Right, cast an unbreakable vow so i think that like somebody asked me once like what happens if you break the unbreakable vow and i don't think anywhere like explicitly states what would happen yeah but we do hear ron and harry talking on the train in Mm -hmm. the half blood the half blood trance i think um on their way to hogwarts and harry asks like what happens if you break the unbreakable vow and ron says that he thinks you die Mm -hmm. so voldemort could have just like made his followers make the unbreakable vow with him and then similar to like the whole uh veritas serum thing we would like the ministry would have known who was um a death eater because they would have like like he could have made the vow that they were always loyal to him and then they could have just like never said that they weren't because right because they, they would were have never lied about it right about because about if they did eating. they would have died so <laughs> i guess they could have like done that but it just like Vo- like, you would have think, like, Voldemort is, like, extremely smart and right. extremely powerful. Right. And he totally could have done that. I think maybe for Voldemort, it might have been, like, he was too cocky. You know, like, he would like... Thinks, these people like, are gonna love me right, anyways. Are gonna exactly. Me. Like, of course, these are, like, my minions. Like, mm-hmm. they're gonna do whatever I say no matter what. And yeah. I don't think he anticipated, like, dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I don't... I didn't... I don't think he would have thought that they needed that, maybe. I think if he never did, like, disappear like that, Mm -hmm. um, they would have stayed loyal to him no matter what. Yeah. Um, It was just the fact that they didn't have a leader anymore and they were like, now I have to live in the real world and I'm going to go to jail. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Wizard prison. Yeah. So, but I think it would have been a good, like, safety precaution just in case anything happened. Right, and I feel like the same thing is... um, with the poor key. It's just, like, a safety precaution. Yeah. Like, why would you do that? Like, if exactly. you want to ensure that Harry's dead, if you want to ensure gone. that your followers are really loyal to you, there are measures that they that could have been taken that they don't take. And for somebody who's so powerful, like, it just, like, doesn't make sense mm-hmm. that he wouldn't have forced people to do that. It really doesn't, like, I don't know. It does not make it any no. sense. And, like, I feel like that would have weeded out a lot of the weak Death Eaters, too. Like, I want you to make an unbreakable vow to right. always be loyal to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like a lot of them would be like, never mind. Right. I feel that. like, um, that makes me think of, like, Lucius. Because I, I don't know if he... Do you think right. he would have made the unbreakable vow? I don't, I don't know. Because I feel like at the time, like, of course, that seemed... Like, you don't anticipate what's going to happen in the future. Like, all the stuff that happens to Voldemort and how he disappears for, like, however many years. 12 mm-hmm. years? Uh, 13 years. <laughs> um, so, I don't know, like, I feel like at the time, in his mind, Voldemort is, like, going to take over the world, mm-hmm. you know? So maybe he would've? I don't know if Lucius... I feel like Lucius is, like, a little bit cocky himself and wouldn't right. want to, like, be like, That's true. oh, I don't need to, like, do this for need... you. Know? Why, why can't you just trust that I'm, like, loyal? Right. That's true, I don't know. I feel like he loses a lot of, like, trust in Voldemort after the f- he t- had disappeared for all yeah, that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... And that's, like, why he, like, didn't want to go looking for him and, like, all of that. Because, you know, he wasn't promised everything that Voldemort did promise originally. I also love to see just, like, Lucius and Voldemort interact because Lucius is, like, just so afraid of him. Yeah. And it's, like, I just, I just like seeing that from a character who is constantly, like, just, like, being not nice and, like, berating his son and Mm -hmm. all that stuff, so... I don't know. I think it's interesting. Yeah. To see. Yeah. Okay. Last, last one. And this one, well... Oh, no. We just said that one. Yeah. Great. Right. This one is my favorite. Yeah. I think <laughs> about it all the time. When I heard it in a YouTube video once, and... It just has easily become my favorite. Mm -hmm. The basilisk. Okay, so the (laughs) the basilisk is in the Chamber of Secrets. And in the movie, we see the basilisk going through the pipes. And the pipes are big. Yeah. And the basilisk is flowing through them. Right. It's but like the big plumbing pipes, you know, yeah, that go in out in the, the sewer. In the bottom in of the, the bottom of Hogwarts. <laughs> but then we have moments earlier in the Chamber of Secrets book and movie yes. where the basilisk is seemingly moving through the walls. Now, how thick are these walls of Hogwarts? Right. We see them; <laughs> they they're not that thick. That basilisk, basilisk. That basilisk is and it's a like huge, like snake. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a rodent, but rodent. I don't know if I'm a rodent. I don't think a rodent is snake. Yeah. But that thing—it's gigantic. There's no way that it's fitting in these. Thin walls, mm-hmm. but that's where Harry hears them. He hears and some them in the of, pipes. Some of the places that they find some of the like body, the petrified bodies. Like, how did the basilisk get right. there from like, the wall? In the hallway. <laughs> How's the <Right>. basilisk <laughs> getting out of the pipe? Even though they're just seeing like the reflection, where is the basilisk? Right, seeing and the and reflection where, reflection of it. How this thing is so big that like, how is nobody Noticing standing behind it. Colin Creevy? Right. Or like even a ghost. Or no, well, well, th- yeah, yeah. Colin like, Creevy <laughs> saw it. Or no, ju- Justin. Justin, Justin saw it, saw it through the Headless neck. neck. yeah so like the basilisk must have been in the hallway yes <laughs> so <laughs> That's how happened. did he get there how did he get there <laughs> simply how did he get there and how, and was how did he no fitting? one notice him and how is he fitting through the pipes in the wall <laughs> no <laughs> way the pipes in the like regular plumbing pipes are literally like three inches <laughs> yeah yeah where is he going? Where is he going? How is he doing? Unless there's like a mirror system set up in the pipes. You know what I mean? Like his face is just being reflected. But then why are the students looking at the pipes? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And nearly had the snake like, saw it full on mm-hmm. because he got petrified. So he right. saw the basilisk. <laughs> this one like, it just like, like, doesn't make doesn't any make, sense. It makes the entire book and movie of the Chamber of Secrets Make no sense. That's literally no sense. The only, like, he must have been getting out through the girl's bathroom, because that's the entrance to the Chamber of Secrets. Or maybe he's using this... But then how is some... Moaning Myrtle not How petrobotic? is Moaning... Yeah, that's the reason she died. Yes. yes. She's like, I saw two yellow eyes down there. The basilisk comes out with two <laughs> yellow eyes, and she saw when she died. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, okay. <laughs> I love like, Moaning Myrtle. Yeah, me too. I she's really funny. Myrtle. I, I actually, I love her. She yeah. might be my favorite. Mm-hmm my favorite ghost. I love Peeves. I love P- I think Peeves might be my favorite ghost. I but Moaning Myrtle is just so funny.
1: She's so yeah, funny. Like, she's so
0: funny. So. I feel bad for her a lot of the time. Yeah. No, I, I, I do too. I think that, like, a lot of the things that people find her annoying for, it's just, like, very sad. Because yeah. she has, like, no company. She's yeah. lonely. She literally died at, like, what she was, I think, I don't know what year she was in Hogwarts, but she was just a student at Hogwarts, and now she's stuck there forever. Yeah. In the bathroom, she died in. Traumatizing. That's traumatizing. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, but that was the last theory, and that one... Yeah, oh, it me so mad every makes time. Makes no sense. Like, I love that, like, when Harry and Ron find out, they look at their, like, the plumbing! It makes so much <laughs> sense! No, it doesn't! That makes more questions! Yeah, I don't know, um what they were thinking, but this can relate back to another plot hole that we decided not to talk about. Yeah. About how, like, these wizarding kids have no, like, academic, Yeah. like, training. Like, they don't get They didn't, Math. like... They don't learn how to yeah, read. Yeah, purebloods did not go to elementary school. Right. Or kindergarten so, or anything. Like, And Ron then Heather nothing. was saying that maybe that's why, like, um <laughs> Hermione is so much smarter so smart. than Ron. <laughs> she went to school. So... I don't know what Harry's excuse is. <laughs> <laughs> right, but then... I, even if Hermione didn't get petrified in the Chamber of Secrets, I'm sure she would have been like, yeah, it's the pipes. Yeah. She would have known. The freaking pipes, man. She, like, she knows how to, like, go to the library and do research because she went to school. (laughs) They never went to school. Like, Molly was just like, here's a book, read it. Right, and I bet (laughs) you they didn't. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> right, because there's so many other things that they'd rather be doing, like right. flying on a broom. Right. Exactly. Which, like, being a wizard. <laughs> like, I'm oh, sure Ron's yeah. handwriting is really bad. <laughs> oh, I, well, we see it. Yeah, in, you um, see it in the... Um, the Dumbledore's Army, like... R- the she, yeah. Like, Fred and George. Like, how are Fred and George such good businessmen if they... Didn't go to elementary school. To <laughs> Basic knowledge, knowledge of of Right, I'm going life. to school to be a teacher. Um, <laughs> th- elementary school's pretty important, <laughs> so... Like, uh, they dropped out of school, too. <laughs> they dropped out of Hogwarts. They, right, they, they didn't they, finish. They didn't finish any school at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. In the real world, that's illegal. You have to finish. Well, high school, you don't have to finish, but, like, no. you have to go to elementary school. Yeah, and I think if you don't... Um, you get arrested. Like how did they? Like your parents get like tracked down by the government? If right. Know, if they kidding. like are in like the zip code, and like <laughs> I don't know where they live. zip code? Like the Weasleys and like oh. the government, the Muggle government knows oh. about their residence. Do how that? are they not forcing? I don't know. I don't know where they live. I feel like they would. They like, live don't... right outside a Muggle neighborhood. I know. But I feel like just somehow their house is, like, under, like, like you can't see, you can't see sure. it. You can't see it. Like, yeah. they have to send them to school. It's literally illegal. with <laughs> different laws. Well, yeah. I mean, this is America, so. Yeah. I don't maybe, know. Somebody's British. Let us know. <laughs> yeah, please. I'm very So. Oh, I think that's... I think that's it. Yeah. it's a lot of plot holes in Harry Potter. Um... But at the same time, like, world building is incredible, and all these other aspects of the story are it's phenomenal, amazing. so it's like, can we really even get mad about the plot holes? Right. Um, well, obviously we did, 90-, but <laughs> 90% of it is not a plot hole, but like, that 10% just gets yeah. to me. That 10% of the basilisk not yeah. putting in the pipes <laughs> is definitely it really is annoying. You see, man. Alright. Well, thank you for sitting with us and listening. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, we will get the video component of this up. Yeah. So if you're, if if you're, you're watching white. this, um, it's great that we did a good job. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>